the tribe The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And today we are joined by none other than the great, giant, the world is trash, TikToker, not some dude. Not just some dude. No, not. Fuck. Say it again. Hello there. <laughs> not some dude. Not some you dude. had it right the first time. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> and then it's got numbers at the end. I'm not on TikTok, so fucking yeah. sue me. <laughs> well, the world is garbage and everything, or the world is trash and everything is garbage. Yeah. That yes. is a hell of a punchline. <laughs> it's the most true thing I've ever said. Well, you were right, you know, you're, so are you having any luck keeping your videos up any longer since you decided to finish it with that instead of piss off? Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> so TikTok agrees. <laughs> the world is yeah, garbage normally, and everything and, is trash. And my video stopped going into immediate review. Oh, nice. Like normally... Normally, I would post a video and it'd be in review for like 30 minutes before it finally gets uploaded. Now, it just goes right through. All right. So, so apparently, TikTok didn't like profane language at the end of my video rather than the other 59 seconds of my video. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't, you don't fucking shy away from that shit very often, so... I do think it's funny that it tagged you like the last, either the first five seconds or the last five seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest, the the video you shared earlier that we got to see, uh, <laughs> I'm a bit surprised that one's still up. Which, Which one? one? The the yeah, one about the Travis. Well, the one about the 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 football player. Everybody's more worried about what Aaron Rodgers and they are about the football player that murdered someone or the the yeah. other one where it's the Travis Scott concert. And I was like, I'm a little surprised that one didn't like get you permabanned. No, I'm surprised that one didn't get a fucking FBI agent at my door. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, you. You speak about you speak about January 6th in a way that isn't exactly what CNN wants us to talk about it as. And they're like, fuck you, die. <laughs> Oh, it's like the fact that when we find out that the FBI has drone footage of what happened around Kyle Rittenhouse, that proves that it was self-defense, and yet it keeps getting lost. <laughs> well, we have FBI drone footage of what happened with the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, but the most secure building probably on planet Earth, the only footage we have of this so-called mass insurrection is shitty fucking cell phone footage. Like, they didn't even have the common decency to turn their phone into portrait mode. It's fucking... Or in landscape mode, it's in fucking portrait mode, so you're getting, like, 5% of what's actually happening. 
<laughs> speaking of, if you if you look at the Travis Scott concert ones, like every one of them looks like they're glitchy as hell. Right? Like I'm sitting, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah how, it, do you all are you using like, like a fucking brick phones. phone? <laughs> it looks like their phones are on are just on as just as much MDMA as everybody else. <laughs> so okay, so it was Henry Shit. Ruggs got behind the wheel of a car, drove 156 miles, killed someone. Then apparently Deshaun Watson has multiple counts of sexual assault, but Aaron Rodgers That's, being unvaccinated. Uh, the so the Deshaun Watson situation it is mere it is allegations. Nothing has been proven. There's been no evidence. Those allegations came out, and he hasn't been in football since. It happened during the off season, but he still hasn't played. Who's the new one? Uh, the Raiders just lost somebody else where uh, he was he was making threats with a gun on. He threatened oh, to kill Damon somebody. Ar- yeah, Damon Arnett is his name. Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett. I'm a Raiders fan for those of you saying, yes, I know. But, <laughs> but it's Damon Arnett. Both of those guys are picked in the first round of the draft, not this past draft, but the draft before. And they're, they were both gone in a week. They both got released within a week of each other a year later. So, how about them Raiders? They moved to Las Vegas and have just gone straight Sin City. I get it. Literally, yeah. Fucking John Gruden, too. (laughs) What did he do? uh, Okay, so it started because he used to be the head coach of the... Formerly Washington Redskins. If you call it the Washington State team, I swear to God. The the Washington That's not name the name. Redacted. It's the Washington football team. Fuck that. They're the Redskins. Yeah, he used to be he used to be the coach of the Redskins, and uh there's an investigation going on around the Redskins organization because there's a bunch of credible accusations of misconduct by ownership, like when they would have corporate meetings, they would make the cheerleaders serve drinks topless, shit like that. Like, generally terrible things. But what ends up happening is they find years of emails from John Gruden using just every slur in the book. Just all of them. You know how you could stop that, right? If I were Gruden, I would have told them that I had, you know, my emails actually had information about Hunter Biden's laptop. You know for a fact I've never seen the light of day. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But in the the weird thing was is that these were when John Gruden was already retired. He had like quit coaching. He had already he was technically retired. He was working as a broadcaster, and all of this stuff came during that time that he wasn't coaching. Well, it doesn't matter. So the NFL. The NFL couldn't do anything. It was the Raiders. It wasn't even the Raiders that did it. John Gruden chose to resign. And then, I'm not going to condone his behavior one way or the other, but the simple fact of the matter is he's white. He's white yeah. and he's a male. He made a mistake in the past, but fuck him. <laughs> At this particular point, that's what we've reached. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> of horrible mistakes that you never see the light of day, you see Mountain Dew has a new flavor. What? Ginger snapped. It's Mountain Dew with a hint of gingerbread. Wow. Ew. <laughs> it's got wow. double the amount of sugar. 
It's got double the Jesus amount of sugar of regular Christ. Mountain Dew. I'm drinking Mountain Dew Code Red right now. How much sugar does this motherfucker have? 64 grams of sugar. Okay, it's not double, but it is more. <laughs> it's like Why? 89 or something like that. Fuck. <laughs> have a little. Uh, the Mountain Dew is just there to carry the sugar to your mouth. That's it. Most, <laughs> most soda is like that, dude. I don't know why you why you're thinking it's not. So I don't normally drink non-diet sodas, but I saw it and I went, you know what? I'm gonna try it. Nope. I lost you feeling it? in my feet. <laughs> not to put you in a diabetic shock. Take one drink and all you can see is that old dude go. Diabetes intensifies. <laughs> Let's put it this Diabetes way. It was so wheel. sweet and such a shock to my system. I literally had the bathroom habits of fucking Joe Biden. But I could make it to the shitter. I'm just saying. <laughs> so this is the announcement. And this is what I want to see everybody, all of our listeners, start referring to the Biden administration as shits and giggles. <laughs> But so does okay. If we're talking about the administration, I'll call him shits and giggles. If we're just talking about him, he's gonna be Shitler from now on. I am Shitler. And I mean that in the most disrespectful way I can possibly mean it. <laughs> oh, dude. So uh I have a question. Before we really get into more of the sports thing and the and the concept, I got a question. I've been thinking about it for a little bit because last time you were on here, we made a comment that you know you're a rather young conservative or constitutionalist that is going through school right now. How bad is it with your teachers? <clears throat> so, <laughs> I I never had problems until this semester. Well, never once. You hold had on, talked hold about. Hold no, you had <laughs> talked about the the reason for that being is that you took all of your 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 heavily like countryfied classes first, right? And now you're in your general classes where you have to interact with all the lefties. Yes, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. You save them for then, after the, the Trump. Teachers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it was a lapse of judgment on my part. <laughs> well, it, one would Fuck. think you would actually do all the liberal classes first to get them out of the way, and then spend like you know the next two years of your with your in as fucking he put it, therapy. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's what the other classes are for therapy. You deal with all the rednecks and country boys. Everybody comes in with a you know a Miller Light, I don't know Miller Light and a chew. I'm gonna be honest with you. I joined the military and I took the Dante's and Clep classes. So when I sit here and decided that it was time for me to go to college, I just whipped out my military transcript and went, "Already done, bitches!" <laughs> I got lucky. I tested out on most of mine. I was like, "Oh fuck that! I am not going to the." I was going for metallurgy. Why the hell do I want to sit there and listen to some? Bimbo, tell me about liberal arts. And that was the only only gen ed class that was available was liberal arts. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, the the first problem I ever really had was the start of this profess this semester with a liberal art professor 
separate things. I was taking a, this is like the easiest art class that they said was there. And the first day, <clears throat> you know how when you, I, I, I know it's been a while since both of y'all have been through the education system, but you get the little sheet of paper. It's like, what's your name? What year school are you? What's your major? Like all that general stuff. Just so the Guess some things never change, your, right? <laughs> yeah, just so, just so the teacher can know your name. And they put the pronouns down there. I'm like, you fucking serious? And I, <laughs> so first I left it blank. I just didn't do that. And I turned it in. Later that day, I get an email from the professor. And she, assuming she replies, emails me. And she says, you left the pronouns on your intro sheet blank. It's very unfair to me to have to assume your gender. I want to make sure this is an inclusive environment as possible. So I said, okay, my pronouns are make America great again. Send. <laughs> I'd be like, my spooky ghost, because I ain't fucking here. <laughs> Don't no address me. In that. I'm no longer in that class, not because of that, but I'm no longer in the class. <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, I would have been like, uh, you know, my I identify as a Abrams tank, and my preferred pronouns are pew and pow. Wait, and just make her say that the entire who's, time. Who sent that that TikTok today to the group? Was that Coop? The one that Which had one? like the thousand fifty freaking descriptors you can refer oh, to me yes. as blah 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 oh. blah blah. And at the end, the dude goes, "You know what? Now that I think about it, the asteroid wouldn't be so bad." Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, any neo pronoun, as long as it's not Z Zim Zer. I was like, "What? What? What Z Zim Zer?" <laughs> we've really gotten to this point where we're making a shit up now Those so I, words, I started looking bitch. into it no dude it's insane no have you seen how many pronouns there are no 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 he or her period he she him her that's it if you don't like it fuck off See how that my pronouns are they, bitch. <laughs> your, pronoun, of you. your, your pronoun is fuck and off. So, <laughs> and guess what? It's general neutral. Fuck off, asshole. See, see how those work? Those are those are pronouns that can be applied to anyone. If you want it to be gender related, it's <coughs> he, him, she, her. Other than that, fuck and off are the only other options you get, period. Yeah, I was informed by my English teacher I can't call everybody fucker. I was like, why not? It's gender neutral. <laughs> it's not classist. It's nothing. It's just fucker. My, my favorite thing about the they them sort of shit is that it's the only real word that they've chosen and they're just disregarding how the word works when it's in the present tense it is it is plural there's only one of you motherfucker quit calling yourself they somebody sent me a TikTok where they charged somebody double because they wanted to go for their pronouns of they them or whatever (laughs) 
You can refer to me as they, them. Oh, okay, then your meal comes too, and they just doubled the price. That was the funniest shit I've ever seen. If you want to be plural, then you're plural. The best part about that is when he he turns over, he looks at her and goes, well, the best part is when he turns, he looks up and goes, you know what? How about y'all both get out of my restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) So the thing that people are missing is that there is a time when the words they and them can be used for a singularity. That's in the past tense. You know, like, oh, look what they did. (laughs) You know, shit like that. It's like, so you're either saying that there are multiple of you or you are in the past. Wait, wait, well, actually, wait. I'm actually okay with you them did? using the they, them. <laughs> I'm okay with them using the they, them because it lets me know that they're mentally unstable and have multiple voices in their head. And I know how far I can push them before they snap. Well, then it would be we. They're not smart enough to figure that out. We are legion. (laughs) 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 Fucking demon possessed (laughs) bastards. We are legion. Not not Z Zim Zit fucking Invader Zim bullshit. (laughs) I was gonna say, does anybody ever think of like Invader Zim when every single time they say it? I just think of Invader Zim and the retarded dog. Just saying. (laughs) Fucking gur. <laughs> gur. <laughs> they are gur. Jesus. We we live in a world full of a squirrel. <laughs> now you made a video earlier about the Travis Scott concert. How about you go into that a little bit for us? <clears throat> well, I'm sure that majority of people know that there was shit that ha- I don't know if you could what you could call it at the Travis Scott festival it's called Astro World it's meant to be a 3 day festival but on night 1 it got canceled because a bunch of people fucking died <laughs> you know people were getting trampled people died of ODs and it, 300 something people haven't have gotten injured and it's just like holy shit but the video that you were mentioning (laughs) i pointed out that it is multiple times more dangerous the events that happened i think this happened friday night or early saturday morning there's more dangerous more deaths more injuries than the capital incident on January the 6th. But yet one is being shown as just another crazy thing that happens at concerts. And the other is apparently the deadliest domestic attack in American history, even though that is also logically false because the Oklahoma city bombings fart in January 6th general direction. Yeah, I mean, technically, depending on what side you're on, Waco is a domestic terrorist attack. Ruby Ridge is a domestic terrorist attack. All of them had more deaths than January 6th. Hey, let's take it more recently. Look at the the, the Bundys. (laughs) No, I think they're equal because they only shot one of them. Mm, I thought it was two. I thought it was two. Oh, no, it was a Manson's. No, no, no. Oh. God, no. But then we could count them. 
Wasn't it one of the Manson girls that decided to try to blow up the Capitol building, which no one seems to remember because they all say, well, this is a bit most vicious attack on the U.S. Capitol. It's like they literally threw a bomb in. The only problem is it was on your side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's old shit. Old shit is irrelevant. Well, unless because you're a white you, dude, it, and then they're going to bring yeah. up the sins of your past. Yeah. Well, old shit is irrelevant to the left. Because most of it shows that the left is a bunch of fucking loons. Unless it fits their agenda and they just want to mm-hmm. throw everything out and then and then it's relevant, then it matters. But okay, so what's your problem with the other than the fact that it was more dangerous than January sixth? Well, it, it's the way that I've seen the public react to it and not the media. Because, again, the media is just like, oh, no, a bunch of people died at a concert. That's not the first time that's happened. Get over it. It's the Well, that is I've that seen. is a legitimate statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it's the responses I'm seeing. Because my fucking For You page on TikTok is just flooded with people like, Oh, the satanic imagery being presented at the concert. It shows that Travis Scott is working for the devil. And he it's it was wasn't just a concert. It was a satanic ritual. And Travis Scott was in charge of the whole thing. And that's why he was showing no regard. Like, no, that's not it. Have you fucking dumb fucks not consider that it is a three day music festival being held the week after fucking Halloween? Of course, there's well, going to be some scary uh, shit going. Let on. me let me let me just poke <laughs> the bear here for a second. And, uh, I, I'm the only one here that's not, I guess, uber religious. But I'd like to point out that he does say in the middle of the concert, you could see it in some of the videos. He goes, "All right, everybody." As the ambulance is coming, he goes, "All right, everybody, put a middle finger up to the sky." God, where are you? I'm like, well, shit. Okay, I can kind of see why people think he works for the devil at that point. No, he. <laughs> I mean, he literally. He literally admits it, you know, multiple times, not necessarily that concert. I, I, my biggest problem with, with Travis Scott is the fact that he saw people going down. Like he admits that he saw people go down and he continued to sing for another hour before. Yeah. He, anything. Yeah. That, that, that with this specific thing, that's my issue is that, Travis Scott and the other people on the stage didn't do shit. They're just like, oh, fuck, there's that dude. He, I think he might have died. And there were people. This song, up- called Sicko, this, called, this song is called Sicko Mo. Let's rage. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and move they, on to the next. There were people who were climbing the stand, that were climbing the camera equipment to try to get people to pay attention. And it continued on down this road. I'm not. And I agree with you. I don't give a fuck that he's doing it with satanic music. Because let's be honest, most of the music nowadays falls in that category. Montero, anyone? Just saying, you know, it, it, it's not like they're trying to hide it. You know, they all get the Illuminati Little signs. Huh? <laughs> a little Nas <nozzacks>. Right. <laughs> well, hey, you know what's funny to me, though, is I don't understand why anybody's actually surprised by his actions. Why, why is anybody surprised? This is not the first time. This is not the first time at all where he has incited a crowd to a fever pitch and that, that has led to violence of some kind or another. Yeah, and 
again, I'm not trying to downplay his actions in previous concerts, but I can I can kind of explain it because I know neither of you two listen to anything new. But what the fuck? What? I listen to Tom what? McDonald. That's okay. new. Okay, popular stuff. I mean, Tom McDonald's popular, but he's not getting on the fucking radio. Anymore. Wait, 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 hold on. Nightwish, Elevity, Tear, any of these, like, heavy rock and roll? Look, motherfucker, just because we're old doesn't mean we don't like new music. Fuck you. <laughs> but, I, okay, wait, 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 watch, is, watch, watch, watch. I'm going to piss off an entire demographic. I listen to Brandon, or, uh, what the fuck is it? Bryson. Bryson Gray is, uh... Mm. Let's go, Brandon. Song. Well, fuck. That was number one on the chart. But what what I'm trying to say is How all of this stuff you. that's on the that's new modern radio music. Well, it's, it's like all shit. Have, okay, wait, wait, wait. Have, new music. No, no, no. <laughs> shut, shut up. They're they're trying. It's this whole thing where they're trying to happen to how the young how my generation is always just like oh my god i'm so sad and depressed by basically trying to do what nirvana did only it's mainstream crowds that don't know anything about how rock concerts work and they're trying to rap at a rock concert and get people to mosh but it's like these people only listen to you because they heard it on the radio. They don't know a fucking thing about moshing. That's how shit happens at these concerts. You have a bunch of dumb fucks who don't know how to act at a concert. And then an artist who doesn't care that these dumb fucks that are at the concert are being dumb fucks. Yeah, these are the people telling you to get a vaccine. Just at a, yeah. you know, just a, just a, you know. Just to throw no, okay, that here, tab out there? In, in the oh, crowd, yeah, just to throw crowd. that tab. Oh, yeah, I'm going to make people angry for a second. I'm going to make you angry. New music is trash. <laughs> and the music industry is all garbage. <laughs> I want to use your own phrase the there. Yeah, oh, it is. The pop it is. scene is. Everything that's on the radio is pretty much a steaming pile of shit. But, you, like, you have to go often just dive into streaming no, platforms to okay. find new shit that's good. Jake, I know that you are not old en- old enough to understand this, but Chum, I mean Tear, maybe you are old enough. Please be old enough. Do you remember the co- the comedy scenes or did you hear any of the the comic scenes during the 80s and 90s, early 2000s when it was who could be the most shocking so that yeah. you could get attention. That is what this music reminds me of. Let's see how many it's people I is. can shock and piss off. It's like stupid fucking horror movies nowadays. It oh. used to be it used to be scary, like suspenseful scary or maybe the occasional jump scare, right? And now it's so much blood and gore. Really? I could just sit here uh, and just Stupid. Okay, stupid, so stupid. we went to watch the and, new. And that, we went to watch con- the that new concept. Go goes back ages, because uh, the one thing in entertainment, the one thing that sells more than anything is controversy. You sex. can trace it all the way back to the nineteenth. Well, sex is controversial, but you could trace only it all to the you because you don't the... get any shit. Oh I damn! You. <laughs> <laughs> you could trace it all the way back to the fifties with Elvis. He was one of the most controversial guys of the age. Yeah, and then it was, was the Beatles. He was singing after that, about yeah. 
he was singing about rocking in the jailhouse and he was dancing, he was moving his hips and people wanted him off the air. But he was so popular because so many people hated him that other people started to love him. So the networks relented by showing him from the shoulder up only. I get it. It's the it's the natural uh, put one generation against the other. You know, what is what is extreme in one generation is common of the next. You know, I get it. Exactly. Because you, you well, watch old, on, old, on, thing, on, old Elvis performances and you're like, what the fuck is this? Why why is grandpa so mad about this? And then yeah, you but how go, do we go from how do we go from the highwaymen and you know Johnny Cash, all those just you know, old outlaw country to Florida Georgia line? Oh, that's easy. They they did they played it backwards and they got their car back, they got their house back, they got their wife back. And, is that what happens when you put on skinny jeans? Yeah, and and, and without <laughs> without uh, without offending people, you fall in this lukewarm category where you're not going to talk about like Johnny Cash talked about fucking controversial topics in his music yeah and it pissed talked about people fucking off. murdering people yeah. doing drugs yeah people hated johnny cat and the fact that you know he talked about uh if you looked a certain way or they perceived something about you that they were gonna hate you for it and now it, and i i i like the i like the band that i'm about to bash but i'm gonna put it not at their feet but a really good example Nickelback, where <laughs> they had that corporate sound that was sanitized. It sounded like it was music, but there was no feeling behind the words. And yeah, they ceded a lot of ground when when music decided that we would rather be acceptable by everybody in the media. And all of the, like, not be offensive and not piss people off, they lose something of themselves in the music. That's not music anymore yeah. at that point. It's just a, a rote recitation. It's sound. Yeah, you you just have to, it, it, that's, what, that's what the main issue is with most music that gets radio play, is that it's meant to be as generic as possible so as to tap into every market rather than your specific market. Right. They want to make rock music that appeals to rap fans and to country fans. They want to make country music that appeals to rock fans and rap fans. They and want the, to only ones, the only ones that are allowed to be offended, and you can argue with me all this point you want, but the only people who are allowed to be offended by the music or who the musicians are allowed to offend are white Christian men. Yeah. That's, that's the way, even or, going all the way back conservative. to Elvis, that's the way it, or always, conservative. That's the way it yeah. always is. Is now wait wait wait. So I turned the radio white on. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants, like that's who was upset at Elvis back in the day. That's who was upset at the Beatles. Who was upset at Pink Floyd for talking about political shit in their music? Who was upset at Black Sabbath? Who was upset at Marilyn Manson? Who's upset at Lil Nas X? Who's upset at everybody? Well, Lil Nas X put human blood in his sneakers. I mean, come yeah. on. 
that's kind of it's kind of creepy in a whole different way. That's fun. But anyway, I'm gonna say something. So I, I'm driving back from the gas station, and I don't know why, because my radio hasn't been played in so long that when I clicked it, I swear to God, the spiders inside went, "Oh shit, it's the end of the world." But I clicked it, and it's a classic rock station. And and songs that I yeah, I know you're a little young for this, but Odin. I was listening to songs <laughs> that I grew up with are listed as classics now. How do oh, you yeah. do this? I, <laughs> How do you I mean, do this? <laughs> I mean, I don't even have a radio antenna on my Jeep, so my radio doesn't fucking work at all. But when, when I go home and I'm driving like my old farm truck, it's still tuned to the same classic rock station that I listened to in high school. And Green Day starts playing. I'm like, yeah, I grew up listening to Green Day. Oh, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> He's on the oldies station. He went from the classics to the oldies. I went. Um, look, <laughs> I, I, listen, I love, listen, listen. I love oldies music. All right, like I, I do too. My very first concert was the Mamas and Papas and the fucking Beach Boys. Right. Nice. So that was my very first concert. My very first My concert, very was, first a Doobie concert was Willie Nelson. But so when mine I, was a Doobie Brothers. <laughs> but when I went to that concert, right, it was it was 50s, 60s, 70s, right? I went after my time in the Navy was over. I went to go listen to that same radio station, and they were playing shit from the 90s. And I'm like, when the song that I went to high school graduation too is on the fucking oldie station i'm like fuck i am old what the fuck yeah so here's a funny story so my boss at this current job he uh, he's old enough that he's retiring after this year and we because <clears throat> he was giving talks at the south dakota state fair in huron south dakota and they have concerts at the state fair, like most state fairs do. And one of the headlining act for the first day of the fair was the Beach Boys. This is two years ago. It was the Beach Boys. And my boss goes, I remember going driving all the way to California to see the Beach Boys play in front of 70,000 people. And now they're playing Huron, South Dakota. Wait, wait, wait. I sit here... And I went to a concert at a lion. Do you know who the Lions is? It's the largest uh, non-religious service organization on the planet, right? The Lion. As a as a Freemason, I would disagree with you. You're not non-religious, so. Yes, we are. N- no. Yes, we are. You believe you have the belief in higher power. You have a belief in a higher power. Then you're religious. Shut our... up. That's not what I'm talking about. Give <laughs> me go fight. <laughs> there are, are 1.6 million members of the Lions Club in the United States today. Right? I know it's probably not the same as Mason's. Oh, the Lions Club. I yeah. Lions okay. Club. So they had at their international conference in 2017, I went to the Beach Boys. So I got to see them a second time and Chicago playing for a bunch of lions whose general demographic is 65 plus. (laughs) And I'm like, 
Wow. Oh, and Charlie Daniels. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, though. The Charlie Daniels one doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm... Alan Jackson. How do we get on music? We were, oh, Travis Scott. That's how. Never mind. Yeah, we're... He's the devil! But... <laughs> but yeah, that, that controversial stuff, especially <laughs> occult stuff and sexual stuff, sells more in entertainment than fucking anything. Like, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd's an amazing band, but they're not as good as people remember. It wasn't until they started talking about political shit that they fucking soared. Yeah. They talked about controversial shit and they went to the fucking stratosphere. Fucking Dark Side of the Moon was a top 100 album for like 114 weeks straight. That wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the controversial stuff, content on that album. Well, it's like the the Beatles. They had a lot of really good music, but most people can sit here and put their finger on the point to which they had broken all the records. Or, you know, they had just, everybody had gone insane when John Lennon said he was more popular than Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and then, like, Black Sabbath and then Ozzy Osbourne's solo career. Great. Right, the head off a of bat. Warb- I was about to say, yeah. like, we were talking about shock and awe. The dude got up there and put the head off a bat. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> But people fucking hated Sabbath because nobody before them had that dark, brooding, heavy fucking sound. And they, you know, they talked about all this wacky ass shit and people fucking hated them. And that's why they became the icons they are. Yes. Because they were they were the kings of controversy in the 70s. And then Ozzy was the king of controversy in the 80s of the solo career. And then it was Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie in the 90s. Yeah. God, I feel old. Oh, yeah? Go look at some of the comedians that I used to listen to. Sam Kinison, George Carlin, you know. Oh, dude. Richard Pryor, you know. I've said this before. What I wouldn't give to just out of nowhere... No one has the ability to turn off every media station, every radio station, every computer, every cell phone to play one last live comedy with George Carlin right now. (laughs) Could you imagine the meltdown that would happen? (laughs) And I love it because the man held nothing back. I'd still take Sam Kinison. Because George Carlin attacked the system. Sam Kinison attacked the people. That was controversy. Fair. I'll give you that. But that's what that's what I'm trying to get is the people saying that, oh, Travis Scott is this fucking Satan worshiper. No. He's looking back at 70 years of fucking entertainment history and seeing like, oh, if I fucking whack an upside down cross or a fucking pentagram or a barely clothed woman or God forbid a barely clothed man on anything. And I'm getting free press because all these people are going to be talking about how I'm this fucking evil person who's infecting the children and promoting Satan to the masses and all of this stuff. I'm like, no, they're just capitalizing on the mark, well, uh, the easiest <laughs> way to market your music. Well, their fans are going to, you know, I fans still of think Travis all Scott of Hollywood are going to listen to fans. 
I still think all of Hollywood is a bunch of devil worshippers anyhow. So you're not scoring any extra points if he's going after controversy. I'm just saying. Both can be true. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I'll give you a perfect example. When I was in the Navy, I went to a concert hosted by the Jenna Torturers. I don't know if you know who they are, right? They're this heavy metal band, death metal that, like, they had half-naked nuns and they burned the Bible on stage and they did flesh-piercing and the drinking of blood on stage, right? And they were controversial. <laughs> they were crazy. But they used to hear and... Well, they were insane. They weren't controversial. They were just insane. Uh, it was a different time. I mean... Even in today's era, they're still rough, dude. They only hung <laughs> a couple of people from the chains that they put in their backs. I'm just saying. But, like, they really <laughs> were, they really were into that stuff. I mean, so, both can be true. They can be Satanists and still appeal to the masses. Like, but Jenna Torturers were at least honest. That was their fucking niche. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was their niche. Naked nuns, burning of the Bible. And then throwing the burned Bible into stage, or into the crowd. Wasn't Lamb of God actually set a church on fire? Don't remember that one. But possibly, <laughs> no, they did. I say it was, it was Lamb of God. They were at a concert and something went wrong, and the whole the 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 cathedral that they were using actually the uh, old um, it was like some kind of ruin or something like that. It actually caught on fire. <laughs> I was like, "Well, shit." <clears throat> eh, just give it what it is. Yeah, I like Lamb of God, though. Well, I like back then. What I like about music like that, especially towards the it started fading out in the '90s to the early 2000s, was the honesty of it. Like most of them, they you, you they were honest in their music. They meant what they said. A lot of them did. They actually had a craft. Now all I see is you know fucking auto tune. Yeah, and and that that's a product of the corporate music industry again. Just seeing what sells and what sells is being as fucking wild and occult and barely closed humans and all of that sells we need to get that, you some dread so you can sing island boy <laughs> <laughs> no. the original island boys epstein and clinton no 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 these are two other white boys that are causing trouble <laughs> are those the ones with the weird antennas sticking out of their heads yes, yes. <laughs> they're called the island boys <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard them but and i don't think yes. i'm going to because they have it, their, their song out of literally came out like three weeks ago. So yeah, but it only says like one phrase throughout the entire thing that you can understand. Pretty much, yeah. Island boy, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You want to? You want a perfect? You want a perfect example of America today? <laughs> would be to listen to mumble rap. <laughs> they're too lazy to actually rap too lazy to come up with any words you just get up there and make a few sounds hit a couple of notes on a keyboard and call it music I'm like dude I've had shits that were more lyrically inclined what the fuck <laughs> like what is this this is America on a plate now I think, but yet, I think but we yet, could make a little... <laughs> uh, I think we could make a mumble rap album 
But yet, yeah, we could just Lil use Pump, Biden speeches. Yeah, Lil Pump has two platinum albums because people fucking hate him, right? Because he's a mumble rapper. Again, it's just capitalizing on a market that, like, capitalizing on what you know will get you fucking publicity because fans of Travis Scott are fa- are going to listen to fan uh, listen to Travis Scott no matter what because they're fans of his music. It's getting the other people who don't normally listen to it by like, oh my god, that I saw one video that like the the stage, you know how like concerts nowadays they have that like run out from the stage so that the singer can like run out on that and it looks like they're standing on top of the crowd and shit like that. Travis Scott stage at this festival looked like a cross and they're like oh my god it's an up down cross i mean i'm like well if you look at it from this fucking other angle that shows the crowd it's a regular cross but if you look at it towards the stage it's an upside down cross if you look at it sideways the fucking plus sign <laughs> fair a little that's simplistic just, that's but just fair. you that's just you looking for shit to be mad at that is at your that interpretation point. of events yes I get it. Perspective. Wow. Well, then again, I think it's really hard to try to figure out, you know, again, I'm going to bring it back up again. It's kind of hard to misinterpret. Put your Everybody put your middle finger up to the sky and then ask where God is. I mean, like, that's kind of yeah. hard to misconstrue. <laughs> and then going back to the actual Travis Scott thing, the crowd – it, other other than the people who were like climbing the trusses trying to fucking get people's attention and chanting stop the show people, everybody other than that is just as fault as Travis Scott because there's multiple videos of people dancing in front of fucking emergency vehicles as they're trying to get into the crowd to fucking grab people I saw one video of an emergency vehicle it's not like a full on ambulance it's like a this weird like golf cart thing it's like a mini ambulance and there is somebody being resuscitated in it but they can't move to go take this dude to the hospital because some fucking stooge is dancing on top of it yeah wait 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 wait, fuck that guy fuck his entire family yeah wait wait wait. um tear you said something that if if you refuse to act you're just as guilty. But yep. what if what if you are actively stopping people, other people from reacting? You're just as guilty as well. So do you th- okay, so do you refusing to act, refusing to do something to help someone else when you know you should be able to and then actively participating and either silencing that person or preventing them from getting the help they want. It is the same as committing the crime yourself. From a moral standpoint, I know from a legal standpoint it's not, but from a from a point of morality or even just like a code of honor, I mean, like holy fuck, you are if you're stopping them from getting help or you're just refusing to help them and ignoring the situation, but it's just as bad either way. But I, I actually think it, if you're stopping it, you're actually actively should be legally should be pursued. Yeah. Well, and they probably can be. And but several... do you think that Travis Scott? Should yes. be brought up on charges. Yes, you know why? Because sure. it's not the first. It's it's not the first fucking time he's done it. 
he's already been arrested once before for inciting violence, and he in, literally incited violence. He and did then he not doesn't... incite violence in this particular. In concept. this one, mm, well, I don't know. There's a couple of comments he made. Uh, who wants me to stop? Because I'm not going to stop. You all know why you came here. Do what you got to do. I did not see those a, particular yeah, th- words being spoken. Yeah, no, he, there's actually a clip of it, him saying that when that girl gets up on top of the camera trying to get his attention. He said, who asked me to stop? And he carries on with a statement. I'm like, you know, at that particular point, like him seeing – now, here's the other thing. Maybe not criminally, but held liable at least. At the well, very least. He already offered to label, pay for his, all of the – all of the funerals for the people that died. I wouldn't want that fucker to pay me a damn thing if I was one of those family members. But that's me, personally. Because the man sang on for over an hour after people started dying. Yeah, Did his, nothing his to his help. Agents, his his record label, are they're going to have a giant liability case on their hands. They've already got 17 cases against them. Yeah. I checked. So the, the, <laughs> I so wanted to see how while, many there were. So while Travis Scott may never see fucking jail time, in a roundabout way with it being his agents and his record label, there is going to be some sort of punishment. It's probably just going to be a fine of pocket change for them. Yeah, that's what happens when you uh, dehumanize people and desensitize people to, to a, such a degree where life means nothing. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. Well... You know, we all monetize human life to some extent. That's true. That's true. That's true. I I value most people's lives uh, versus my own shit. Uh, Like if you came here to steal my shit, then apparently, you know, that's bad because I value my shit more than your life. I was like, well, apparently they valued my shit more than their life. So (laughs) there's a monetary value for you. I'm a very simple person, though. I mean... The anybody listen to the Rittenhouse case, dude? Today? I told you last time that that I thought that that it must be Christmas for the defense, dude. The, the fucking prosecution is handing the defense the case on a silver fucking platter. No, did you hear the newest one? They what? they brought him back up the that witness. They brought him back up again. The one that begins with a G, you know. The third they brought him victim? back. Yeah, what they, was his name like Gross Canutes or something like that. I don't know because of the G. It's I just want to call him Gutterberries. Constant name is Gross Canutes. <laughs> but so he actually admits to the defense that the prosecution was pressuring him to change his testimony against Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? like guys, <laughs> prosecution. You had one fucking job, okay? I don't even care at this particular point. Let, let's let's set aside the politics. Let's decide whether or not Rittenhouse is innocent or not. Let's just look at this strictly from the prosecution. Your witness is fucking you. <laughs> like, why would you put him on the stand? <laughs> yeah, at this point, at this point, the prosecution is like, I want to talk to him like he's a. Uh, hostile witness. He's your witness. I don't care. <laughs> like he's, my he's favorite said... clip that I saw. My favorite clip that I saw was Kyle was on the stand. Prosecution comes up and he starts asking him like six or seven questions about the gun he had. 
most of them centered around the fact that he had a sling on it. <coughs> and he goes, I think it was because like somebody tried to fucking grab his gun or some shit. I don't remember. It was like there was a there was a sling on your gun, correct? And he goes, Yeah, that sling is pretty tough material, correct? Yes. If somebody tried to pull that gun off of you, it wouldn't break the sling, right? Yes. I stand my case. What? <laughs> and, and the prosecutor just sits down. I'm like, what just happened? If I'd have been the defense, I'd been like, Your Honor, I'd like to have that thrown out for just sheer stupidity. Oh, and did you also hear the other thing? The judge came out today and said that uh, someone's already tried doxing the jury. Does that They're surprise already... you? Yeah, no. No, it doesn't surprise me, but I'm just like, really? Have we reached a point I'm surprised. Where... No, I'm surprised it took this long to happen. Or to come out, at least. Uh, and I'm saying, like, you know, it, it doesn't matter what's right or wrong, what's legal or what's not legal at all anymore. Innocence or, or guilt doesn't matter. It's all public opinion. And when you're in a particular court like that, fuck that. There is no we're justice. What, we're, well, we're, what, three or four days into this trial? They fucking... The should have already been a newspaper. Yeah, the, the fucking newspaper in Minneapolis fucking docks the jury day one of the Chauvin trial. And what's funny is that's illegal. Like they 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 could face fines and prison time for it. But apparently no one's gonna face any. Yeah. Now, mind you, let's say George Floyd had survived when he was being charged and somebody docks the jury. Oh, there'd be all hell breaking loose on that. Mm-hmm. The fact that the kid's still sitting there and still getting grilled like this shows to me that our justice system is entirely broken. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it should have been thrown out the first, you know, when the when the key witness, your best piece of evidence admits to tampering with evidence and then admits that he had a gun that he pointed at Rittenhouse and then decided that this that Rittenhouse wasn't going to accept his surrender. So he approached him. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? With the gun drawn. Like, with the gun drawn. It's like, so you walked up to this gentleman with a gun drawn. Now, are you stupid? That, no, that would have been my, my question. That would have been my question. My like, favorite part of the testimony was, were you pointing the gun when he shot you? Uh, were you pointing the gun at him when he shot you? No. Can I paint you a picture? When the defense says, can I paint you a picture? And decides to pull up the exact camera frame where the dude's bicep has just literally exploded. They have a circle around the gun that is literally pointed at Kyle. Right? And he sits here and he goes, do you recognize the picture? Yeah, that's when I got my bicep shot. Yeah, and uh, were you pointing the gun at him? No. So, uh, what's that? Because most people, when their bicep gets Finger shot, gun. goes back. <laughs> no, he had a Glock 17. He was a felon. I know. Everybody wants to sit here and point at the fact that Kyle shouldn't have had one. Well, guess what? He's still, he is allowed to carry one at that age in <laughs> that particular state and didn't violate the gun laws. But I'm pretty sure that a felon isn't allowed to have a gun. Not only that, the first guy that he killed was a was a uh, a sex offender. wasn't supposed to be near children anyway. Gets shot by a minor. I mean, I, I, it's what a uh, a sex offender. We got the felon, and who was the other one? He had a criminal record too. 
one. I'm trying to think of it. See, but, okay. You might not like me for this, but that is the one thing with the that the defense said that I agree with is that the only time that these people's criminal history should have been brought up is the fact that the one guy had a gun and he had a felony. Yep. I I don't think the fact that he diddle that one guy diddle children well, I, I, okay wife. wait you can do it you Should can do it when you're painting the fact that, okay that he it was, was a, def- that he was assaulting somebody a wife beater a pedo and a burglar in one night a feat which will forever be known as the kenosha hat trick <laughs> But no, okay. But yeah, I, you I can use someone's past of... criminal. No, you can use like not not from Kyle's perspective, but when you're doing it from a legal perspective, you can because you want to paint the you want to paint the image. None of these people should have been there. But then again, that's the vast majority of the people that were rioting anyway. Criminals, degenerates, people that are lawbreakers. You're just not letting them go. I, I mean, it's a riot, but you're just going to not let them go outside because they have a criminal history. Well, okay. Well, okay. No, okay. I'm not saying I, that's not what I'm I saying. That's not what I'm saying. But they're fucking breaking the law. They're fucking breaking the law. They're assaulting someone. They have a history of this. He doesn't know that, but he's being assaulted. He's being attacked. That's fucking self defense, hands down. I mean, if anything, the one, the guy that's got a gun, that's got a felony, should never have been there with the with a gun. But you know, yeah, sure as that, fuck, that's, that's going to do the, any good. That with this, the the way I see it is. Is the guy that had a gun? That's the only one whose past should be brought up. Because in this situation, if you want this to be a fair trial, oh my god, these three guys are trying to beat the fuck out of this kid, and he shot them in self-defense. How about the fact that the one that got I think, shot? First I think it's just icing. Wished I think for it three times. He literally summoned Candyman. Shoot me and word. Shoot me and word. Shoot me and word. You basically summoned Candyman, and Candyman went all right. Poof. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wish yeah. granted. I, I think for a fair trial, I think that this this should, if we we're having fair trials like this country claims to have, they should be judged as if this was just any random person who was trying to beat the fuck out of Kyle Rittenhouse and Kyle Rittenhouse shot them in self-defense. And except for the case of the criminal history, because the, uh, the guy with the gun was already <laughs> breaking another law just by having a gun. Well, okay. well the other also, two were already, yeah. wait, wait, hold on. If you're going to say that, then the other two were already, you know, were already repeat offenders because they're, they have a criminal history and they're breaking the law. Are they on parole? No, I think, that then to it's establish not a violation of anything. No, I think to, no, no, and I it's still an unlawful assembly. Is that it? I, I, With, I, I, the way the way I see it is that, yeah, these this happened. This is all self defense. I think it's just icing on the cake that the three people he iced were a burglar, a kitty fiddler, and a woman beater. Well, okay, okay, fair. The 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 fact that they all had committed violent. Like they were all, it, they had already sit here and established that uh, there was a curfew. So they're already breaking curfew, right? Which is an illegal act. But they're and they're criminal, all. But hold on, their criminal records do indicate that they had that they were violent by nature. And I think they have a that one it is relevant to establish that they that. They did attack him, 
and they have a history of violence to back up his claim that they attacked him. Other than that, I don't think that the charges matter. Well, it doesn't, but I, I, I use it because you know, even in a court of law, but even when we're outside, think of this. They're trying to paint these individuals, mass me, uh, the mainstream media, everybody else is trying to paint these individuals as upstanding citizens, as good people standing up for Black Lives Matter. They were rioting, looting, and burning. They have a criminal history. They're breaking the law being past curfew, and they attack a, ch- and they attack a kid for putting out a fire. They didn't attack him for putting out a fire. They attacked him because he was a white kid with a gun there to defend a business. Why would you put somebody's property above somebody's life? That why'd you put my property? uh, Why did you put my property above your life? (laughs) That is my return argument. This is America, right? I have the right to defend my own property. I also have the right to ask other people to help me when I know I'm not going to be able to. It's not like the police were doing jack shit. Well, you could if they would remember that all all limitations on gun ownership is a violation of the Second Amendment. Because I guarantee you, if I had the capability to sit here and have a chain gun at the top of my house with a turret, I could defend against the shit that happened in Kenosha by myself. Just saying. I have a cannon. It's only about yay long. But I, have, I have a cannon. It's about have, a foot and a half long. I can load it with grape shot. I've Just cannons. like the founding fathers intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good job. You took out two dozen of the 200 people. <laughs> now it takes it 10 fucking minutes to load up another shot. Oh, wait, no, no. You, you missed it. The fact is, I'm going to be running out there, you know, running out there, nothing but my shorts, screaming at the ruffians. You know, it's a perfect image. It's called psychological warfare. But no, I mean, think about it, though. You have to be able to paint the. There, they're painting these guys as upstanding individuals. And the, the prosecution was trying to paint them as upstanding individuals, as protesters. And even the judge says you can't call them a protester. They were rioters. They are rioters with a history of criminality, yeah. which leads credence to the defense. It's still, like I say, it's like a cherry on top to find out it's a wife beater, a, a, a felon, and a fucking yeah. you know, kid diddler. But The Kenosha hat trick. But... On the same note, though, think about this. That's how it's played in. See, they're going to come up against him as a minor, by the way. They're going to come up against him and say things that, you know, and and bring up a character witness against him that he was mean to girls in high school. That's literally something that they brought up in the trial. But you're not allowed to touch these three individuals. I don't care. Really? I don't care. He would be, if if I had heard, if I had heard. Like, he was my son, and I had heard that. It, I would literally take him out to ice cream or whatever. You know, congratulations, son. <laughs> but that that's, like, what, I, what I'm saying is that if we want the fair and speedy trials, which this is also not a fucking speedy trial. It's a year and Good a half. God, no. Incident, with the, this whole painting them as something in order to make your case is not fair the way oh. I see it. They should be, it should be judged as three, simply as three people who are attacking somebody. That somebody shot him in self-defense. And it should have happened fucking 17 months ago. That would have been a fair and speedy trial. If they, 
You know what's funny to me? No I, fucking, I agree with no fucking character witnesses or anything like that. Because like, imagine you get into a fucking bar fight. Somebody fucking pushes you, fucking spills a drink on you, and then tries to punch you, and you beat the shit out of him. You're in court, and somebody brings up a witness that says you you stole a candy bar from a gas station when you were twelve. That's not fucking fair. It's stupid, but it's still not fair. I'll give you that to a degree, but let me let me paint a different picture for you. There's that Brock kid in California. They used a character witness because he was an upstanding individual. He just made a mistake. He just raped a girl by a dumpster, but he had a, a bright, shining future ahead of him, and they slapped him on the wrist, gave him six months, and let him go. That's still not fair. No, it's not, but I'm telling you that this is this is what our justice system has turned into. Yeah, there's no such thing as a fair and speedy trial, even though that is an amendment in the Constitution. Is the right? Well, anybody else? Like, I agree trial. with Odin. Like, I agree with Odin on this. I, I believe they're purposely holding these trials to either raise the when when COVID starts losing its touch. Right? You notice COVID started to slow down. They released the Chauvin trial information. Mm-hmm. Everything gets fired back up. Then COVID flares back up, and everybody's like, ah. Oh. Well, now you know, everybody's talking about COVID again, but they're going to save Rittenhouse. It's it's all just a political theater. Yeah. Speaking of it, which, though, I'd like here, to point out because here's Odin one that from, isn't that also is just completely asinine of how long this shit took. So my sophomore year of high school, so this would have been fucking six years ago. Jesus made national news. This woman went missing for like. Two months. Her name was Sydney Lou. And they found her body chopped up in a trash bag in the middle of a field. They had suspects the next fucking day. The one suspect got sentenced in May. The other sus like this May. May 2021. Six years later. The one suspect got sentenced in May after he was deemed guilty in 2019. And the other one got sentenced last week after being deemed guilty in 2020. You mean with COVID causing the delays? I bet that's how they framed it, though. Oh, yeah. No. They were both in trial in fucking 2018. Fair enough. I don't understand what takes so long on some of these. It happened in 2016. It took two years for them to face trial. And then from there, it took him another two to three years to get sentenced. Well, Speaking want- of which, though, we were we were talking about COVID. I just want to throw another jab real quick, mainly because I hate commie Florida and or commie uh, Fornia, sorry. And I love Florida, and I know Odin, you're going to get a kick out of this. So, do you know that good old Cali under Newsom, that with all their strict rules and everything else, has double the COVID rates? Florida right now. I know, isn't that <laughs> awesome? <laughs> no, now, my uh, favorite is there's a there's a report. Hold on, I have to see if it's true before I say it. But people kept saying it, so I think it's hilarious that apparently the governor, after his booster shot of California, has Bell's been, palsy. Yeah, he's been MIA. They aren't. He's not being seen by anybody. Speaking of which, though, you know, we were talking about. You know, justice and everything else like that. You remember, I don't know if we talked about it last time you were on the show, but we've been talking about this whole ID thing. 
you know, it's racist to have an ID to vote, but it's it's not racist to make everybody have a vaccine passport. But you don't know how asinine it's gotten. I love that word, by the way. Thanks for using it. The fucking the fucking De Blasio. Oh no no oh, De Blasio. Yeah, De Blasio has decided that five to eleven year olds have to have a vaccine passport that they can show their teachers on a regular basis. I'm like, wait, you expect a five to eleven year old to keep an ID card? <laughs> like, are you stupid? Dude, it is, a, <laughs> it is a miracle I've managed to Wait. keep my same student ID that I got my freshman year of college through four fucking years of college. You think a kindergartner's doing that? Wait, wait, wait. Here's something even better. Here's something even better. So apparently, if we are to believe all these people, you know, shits and giggles. Well, that's the, the Biden administration, by the way. We got shits and giggles and all of their little gaggle of followers. Saying that it's it's racist to expect black people to get an ID because they don't have enough money or they don't have the access to the internet or something like that, but you want a five to eleven year old to have an ID for a passport for vaccines. <laughs> like, are you I mean, kidding? Come on. Are you kidding? I have a thirteen year old son and I still have to sit here and argue with him about where he put his fucking shoes. I can't imagine what he's gonna do with the vaccine. Okay, so since how we've been talking about COVID and the vaccines, I want to bring up the other thing I wanted to talk about. And this will probably blow your confuse you guys. So anybody who knows me knows I'm a big fan of professional wrestling, WWE and that whatnot. And I've been festering on this one for a bit. So a couple of weeks oh, ago, WWE. What? It, it, you have to do it in the Macho Man voice. <laughs> no. I can't do it, it for that long. If I, if I explain this whole thing in the Macho Man voice, I'm getting a noise complaint. So you can fuck off. <laughs> Too bad. But, oh yeah. So, oh yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, WWE released 18 of their wrestlers. It's our. It was already suspect because this happened the day before. They were set to release their quarter, their third quarter report, you know, their financials and all that to the stockholders. So that's already suspect that you release over a dozen people the day before you fucking do, you release your financial report. And that's already been happening with WWE through the entire pandemic. They would release people, a dozen people at a time, citing budget cuts, even though you're fucking Fortune 500 company. You don't need to cut your fucking budget. But what's really infuriating was uh, Wrestling Insider, he wrote in his newsletter that the report coming out of the meeting rooms for that for who was being released is it was because is that uh, the reason 12 of those 18 people got fired is because they're unvaccinated, even though WWE does not require their employees to be vaccinated. It's not it's not required to be vaccinated, but we're just going to fuck your entire paycheck until you do. Yeah. It's like you're going to fire people because, because of the vaccine, even though you don't even require the vaccine. That's bad business. That is... Wait, wait. Remember... War, that is so fucking awful. Remember... They're just following their leader. 
Uh, Biden, speaking of which, Biden just told businesses to ignore a ruling from a court that they should still follow his mandates. A mandate which hasn't been published or anything, just, you know, do Alluded it. Alluded to. Yeah, just do it. And uh, don't worry about what the judge says. Well, well, in that case, he's still saying, tell your employees, get the vaccine or get fired. WWE never said that. WWE is just like, fuck you. Well, it's like my job where I work as a for, federal contractor. For the, for the, for the like, sixth time since the pandemic started, they just randomly fired swaths of people. And now it's coming out. They fired this last swath of people because they're unvaccinated, even though there isn't a fucking mandate within the company to be vaccinated. They get rid of any good ones? Yeah, they got rid of two really fucking good ones. Who? Oh. Uh, they're two newer guys. Their names are Keith Lee and Killer Cross. It's coming down to uh, now. I'm I'm not old enough to know this, and you're not old enough either. But you remember in our history books, uh, and I think Odin, you are old enough to to have seen some of these. You remember the water fountains? Like we would look through our history books, and you'd see the water fountains. That was one decent looking water fountain was white, and then the other shitty looking water fountain said "coloreds." Yeah, during segregation is what it was. Someone posted a, a meme and sent it to me, and I can't remember who it was, but it says uh, <coughs> "used to be whites." Yeah, it used to be whites colored. Now it's vaccinated, unvaccinated. Like we have literally traded segregation from. We really traded racism for a vaccine that's How not even a vaccine. How old do you think I am? Do you really want an answer to that? Fucking segregation ended in the <laughs> 60s. How fucking old do you think I am? Well, I, thought you gave, wait, I thought you gave Fred Flintstone his fucking driver's license. Shit. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. I'm going to stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you better. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm a decade so, older than you. Uh, <laughs> l- let's put it this way. My oldest is older than you. <laughs> you said that last time. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm a child. You don't have to fucking rub it in. <laughs> but at least you're old enough to drink now, right? Yeah. So, all right. So with that, I am Odin. This is Tia. And we will see you on another episode of Winter's Call. Oh, shit. Next time, tune in for Shits and Giggles. Garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, (laughs) Shitler. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.